0: You are listening to Kingdom of Faith, where we focus on the Christian life, the good stuff, and the hard stuff. On this week's episode, we talk about forgiveness and why it's important for our lives. So Ben, why do you think forgiving is so hard?
1: Well, I think that forgiving other people is hard for a couple of different reasons, and it doesn't always have to be the same reason. One big thing is that I think we struggle when people don't always want to be forgiven, you know, if you get in a fight with someone or someone does something bad to you, mm-hmm. let's say not in such an extreme, oh, sorry, not just in like a basic sense where like maybe you and your wife get in a fight, maybe like someone keys your car and you find out who did it. They might not want forgiveness for that. I think cases like that are very hard to forgive people because they don't want it. And and we still, sh- we still should. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um. Uh, the verse that I picked out for this was in Luke. It was Luke chapter 6, verses 27 and 28. And uh, Jesus is talking and he says, But I say to you, listen, love your enemies, do what is good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who mistreat you. Yeah. It's so right there at the yeah. end. Pray for those who mistreat you. And it doesn't always have to be an extreme case, like make someone does something criminal against you. Like It could just be a fight with your wife and maybe mm-hmm. you're not repentant or she's not repentant. But you should both hopefully be striving for that forgiveness because if neither of you are striving for that forgiveness, then nothing's ever going to change. But if one of you is, even if just one of you is, things can still get better.
0: Yeah. Um, and it, it kind of touches on this idea of, of our human nature. It's mm-hmm. so our human nature not to want to forgive, yeah. um, especially when something has been done to you, something wrong. And, and a lot of times it could even be something severe. Um, but the cool thing is about forgiveness is is a lot of times it extends a lot further than, than just that other person that you're forgiving. You know, it helps you. In most cases, it, it might only help you. Because like you said, there's those moments where the person might not want forgiveness. They've done something, you know, wrong against you. And a lot, they could be completely okay with it. They could be completely, you know, against you in the fact that, you know, they're trying to harm you. But still, that forgiveness is good uh, for our lives. And, and like you said, there's so many different uh, things on why it's hard. And I think a lot of times we like to put severity on forgiveness, if that makes any sense. Yeah. We want to say, oh, if somebody, you know, bumps me in line, well, I'll no, forgive yeah. them for that. Oh,
1: sorry. <laughs> um,
0: and I know these are, a lot, these are minor things for sure. But when somebody, like you say, could go to the extreme of king a car could go to the extreme of, you know, physically hurting you. Um, we're still called as Christians to forgive, especially if if it is our brother and sister in Christ. And if they come to you with a repenting heart, um, we should definitely forgive them. Yeah, and we
1: can, we can go to an extreme because extremes happen. You, you look at people who maybe they were brought up in an abusive home or they're in an abusive relationship. Maybe someone experienced... molestation their Mm. whole life and they're grown and they're looking back at their life and they don't know how to be reconciled to that parent or that family member or that family friend who did those awful things to them for years maybe Mm. and that's that's when it's hard you know fights are easy to get over little stuff is easy to get over but when it's the big stuff the hard stuff and that's what we're talking about the hard Mm. stuff that's when you really need to focus on Jesus because, you know, you might not be able to forgive someone, but if you're striving to be more like Jesus and you're letting him take the reins, that's when you can start to get to a place where maybe reconciliation can happen and maybe it can't. And that's not the worst thing in the world because sometimes bad things happen and Jesus understands that because bad things happen to him. Mm
0: -hmm. And and I think that's something that we have to understand is that in, in those types of situations, you know we should we should forgive but sometimes it's okay to also walk away mm-hmm. um, and a lot of times that might be beneficial yeah. to forgive and just walk away you know especially in an abusive you know relationship or something like that forgive and walk away don't forgive and think that you're you're you know accepting what the other per- person has done to you because that's not what forgiveness is forgiveness isn't acceptance um, it's just this this idea of letting it go and moving on, especially with Christ. And, and I think that's why Christ a lot of times mentions forgiveness. Not only has he forgiven us, but he wants us to also experience that forgiveness. Yeah. You know, We get to experience through his blood, but you know, we also get to partake in being able to forgive others um, as he's forgiven us. And, and not in the exact way, obviously, because he's our Savior. Um, and we'll never be able to forgive like Christ has, and that's why it is so hard, because it goes completely against our human nature. Mm. It goes com- it goes completely against our sin nature. You know that that idea of wanting to uh, give the eye for an eye. Mm. To if someone if someone pokes you, you're gonna want to poke them back. Um, that's just that's just human nature, and it takes self discipline. It takes control to. Be like I'm just going to forgive and move on um, I think that's something I that have to understand but yeah forgiveness is extremely hard and, it, and a lot of times it's based on extreme level uh, of wrong that was done to you yeah
1: I, I would say that there comes a point where, where you need to humble yourself and this might not go to some of those extremes that we were talking about a lot of times with those extremes there's a lot of counseling that needs to put, take place and, and you can get biblical counseling if that's something that you're interested in, or you can get regular counseling. Either way, sometimes those are things that need to happen. And I would encourage you that if you're in a, in a situation where you need a third party just to help you figure out what's going on and figure out what you need to do, that's a good thing. Do that. Talk to your spiritual mentor, talk to a counselor, talk to your pastor, whatever's going to work. Mm-hmm, but definitely. for the less extreme things... I would say that humbling yourself you know in Philippians 2:8 and hopefully for the rest of the episode or camp out in Philippians <laughs> at least when I'm talking uh, it talks about Jesus humbling himself even to death on the cross yeah and it's like what you were saying like against human nature it, we have a fight or flight we bowing down allowing yourself to be crucified on the cross like Jesus was that was against his nature he Mm -hmm. asked if this cup can be taken but if not not my will but thy will
0: yeah
1: so we're going against what
0: what is normal to us what we Mm -hmm. feel in our bones is right Mm -hmm. and like you said earlier sometimes we don't have the strength to do it especially in the extreme situations but i think a lot of times with the smaller stuff those things tend to add up like let's say like in a marriage you know, your wife or your husband does something wrong, very minor, so I'm just going to forget about it. You don't even think about forgiveness, but that, those little things end up piling up and it ends up being a huge fight. You end up holding grudges. You end up bringing back what, what had happened months ago. Um, because you haven't dealt with it, and and I don't believe as as Christians we can truly deal with it without Christ. Mm. We have to use Christ. Is what some of the stuff we'll talk about a little little bit later. But use Christ as that example. Yeah, and that's why it's hard because we're trying to to live up to our Savior. Mm. Um, and we should always be striving for that, but it's not an easy thing.
1: Yeah. When when Juliet and I were going through pre- premarital counseling. We talked about that idea of honest, open communication. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that we specifically talked about is how I have the tendency to think things aren't worth it. You know, this isn't worth arguing about. This isn't worth bringing up. And then a week later when something else happens, well, you just did this and you did the same thing last week. Mm -hmm. If that's what your mindset is, because that's what my mindset is. I struggle Mm -hmm. with that. Yeah. That's, you need to start working on that and be able to address it up front. Something bothered me. Let's talk about it for a minute. It doesn't have to be a big argument every time something little happens, but know know yourself so you can be better. All right, well, Phil, we'll I think we should move on to our next point. So we're going to talk about forgiving and forgetting. Do you think that we can forgive and forget, or do you think we should forgive and forget?
0: So, So this is a question I get. I never thought when I was going to, you know, start to call to be a pastor and and kind of move forward that this question would come up as much as it has um, I don't can't tell you why but probably because forgiveness is a, a big part of everybody's life um, but people ask can you truly forgive and forget or to do something as what you know Jesus says you know cast you know your your sins as far as the east is from the West um, and, and forget them no more right he do- doesn't remember them anymore and um, And I think the answer that I was when I was trying to wrap around, I I keep I kept coming back to yes and no, Um, because I think obviously the way that God has wired our brains to remember. Um, We're not like a hard drive where you can go through your memories and and hit delete. Mm -hmm. Um, You can't, you know, move them to a separate file that you don't want to to look at anymore. Um, you have to. They're always there, um, and there's something that I, I think God does for a reason. Um, so, so know in the sense that that we can, you know, never wipe our memories away um, until maybe we get a little older. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> then it comes naturally. And we shouldn't. Um, those those memories, those honestly, those wrongs that were done to you can be life lessons. Mm-hmm. Um, we can learn from them, and I think a lot of times God uses evil in the world so that we might learn something. How to forgive. Maybe it's as simple as that. But a lot of times it's even much bigger than that. And a lot of times when we humble ourselves and we look we take a a a bigger picture of what is going on, we get to see some of those things, some of the things that God's trying to teach us. So so yeah. No in a sense that that we're always gonna remember, but yes in a sense Mm. that it's an attitude of forgetting yeah you can if if someone comes to you and asks for forgiveness, let's say it's this way. a brother in Christ or a sister in Christ comes to you and says, "I'm sorry for what I've done for you." I've repented, I've asked God's forgiveness, I'm asking your forgiveness. We are called to forgive them. And the Bible says that we're called to forgive them multiple times, even if they, they come and do the same thing to you again. Now, that, those are hard things. Mm-hmm. This is why, no, in a sense, we must learn from things that happen to us. Yeah. But we have the ability to give someone a clean slate. God gives us this ability to give somebody a clean slate. Now, this isn't a clean slate that you just let someone walk all over you because that's not good for anybody. It's not good for the person walking over you and not good for you either. Um, but there's there's this attitude of giving that person a second chance. God has given us a second chance, and this is why he tells us to forgive as he's forgiven us because he's given us this second chance. So when we go to forgive, we must have this attitude of, hey, I'm going to give this person a clean slate if they if they screw up. You know, I'll, I'll tell them they screwed up, you know, and if they come forgive, then I'm going to forgive them or they ask for forgiveness. I'm going to forgive them. Um, now, those are not easy things to do. Mm. I've, I've been on the opposite end of that, you know, in saying that, man, I just don't want to forgive. You know, that person keeps doing the same thing over and over to me again. You know, I don't want to forgive them. But in that sense, you're no longer forgiving the person. So, you know, they have another opportunity to hurt you. You're forgiving for yourself. Um, you're forgiving, so because you know that is the right thing to do. And sometimes the right thing to do is not the easiest thing to do. And I think everybody that's listening to this can agree with that because there's so many different things that are good things to do that are hard things. I would say,
1: I totally agree. I would say it's even more important if it wasn't a brother or sister yeah. in Christ. Mm-hmm. because if, if a lost person or a person that's curious about Christianity, wrongs you and then apologizes and asks for forgiveness man you better be modeling Jesus and you better accept that forgiveness yeah because
0: that's a that's a witness wrecker if you don't yeah Uh, that's true and and I'm glad you brought that up because sometimes we forget who we're representing sometimes we forget who we're in the ambassador for and I think when when we do put those things in perspective hey I, I am I have the opportunity to show God's forgiveness I got the opportunity to show God's love Um, those are powerful things especially for a non-believer I'm sure there are situations um, where I have forgiven somebody and they have thought why on earth would they why why on earth would he have forgiven me Mm -hmm. Um, and if they ever ask I know exactly what I would say because Christ has forgiven me and I think those are powerful things um, but uh, this verse and there's so many different ones. Paul here says it, but in Psalms also we get this idea as well. But in Philippians three thirteen through fourteen says, "Do not focus on your hurts and your pains, the wrongs that have been done to you, but focus on God's goodness and strain to what is ahead." I think that is a powerful verse when it comes to for forgiveness. Um, it it puts this idea of that our hurts and pains, honestly, are not. Anywhere close to God's goodness. It's not anywhere close to what is ahead. Um, and especially when we put that in perspective, God's goodness, and what he has for us ahead, those hurts and pains sometimes can be like minor inconveniences. Um, yes, don't get me wrong. Somebody has done something extreme to you that can be very difficult to, to handle. But I'm telling you, God's goodness is very powerful. Mm-hmm. Um it is very powerful for a lot of things, I and mean, especially for forgiveness because holding grudges and those things will hold you back from whatever God's called you to do yeah well if if he's called you to to volunteer overseas to build houses but but you've held a grudge uh for a long time, I'm telling you if those things come up, they're gonna be hindrances in your call and I think honestly it I don't know. Sometimes it sounds kind of bad, but we have to we have to have this idea of just letting things go. Yeah. Just let it go. Um, and I know we can say, "Well, you don't know what this person's done to me, and I don't." But I can, like I said, I can tell you who God is. I can tell you His goodness. I can tell you that He's got a purpose for you in your life. Um, and if that's all you put on on your heart, and that's all you put on your mind, I'm telling you, you might actually be just a go getter for God. You're going to be on the move. Um, you're going to have peace and joy in your life, even when hurts and pains and wrongs come at you.
1: Yeah, and I, again, 100% agree with what you're saying. I, I have copied down in my show notes five verses out of <laughs> Psalms 103. You mentioned the Psalms, and I don't know if I'll read all of them, but just uh, let me go for a second. So for as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his faithful love towards those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far he has removed our transgressions from us. As a father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. For he knows what we are made of, remembering that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He blooms like a flower of the field. When the wind passes over it, it vanishes, and its place is no longer known. We're dust, Phil. (laughs) (laughs) And God knows it. Mm -hmm. And just going back to Philippians, we should model ourselves after Christ. You know, he humbled himself to death on the cross. He forgave us. You're right. Sometimes we just got to let stuff go. We put so much value and importance On wrongs that have been done to us. You know, we demand an apology. We demand that someone repents for something that they did to us. Let it go. Forgive them. If they're repentant, that's great. Reconcile the relationship. If not, that's okay. You've done your due diligence. Mm -hmm. You know, God doesn't tell us that we need to demand justice, that we need to demand vengeance. Paul actually says the opposite. And Romans He says, friends, do not avenge yourselves. Instead, leave room for God's wrath because it is written, vengeance belongs to me. I will repay, says the Lord. Like Mm -hmm. you got to let God handle that stuff and you just got to do your part, which is forgiving when someone has
0: wronged you. Yeah. So uh, we'll move on to the next question here, but so, so meaningful stuff really. But how can we continue to put forgiveness on our hearts? Ben.
1: read philippians
0: <laughs> that's true i would i would definitely suggest philippians yeah. All about finding joy in sufferings and suffering mm-hmm. and those things
1: when i when i when phil and i were talking about the show before we started recording i told him well, we let's just read philippians and we'll be good to go <laughs> it was that would be my first piece of advice but just breaking that down a little bit Again, adopting the attitude of Christ, that's what it says in Philippians 2, 5. Adopt the same attitude as that of Christ Jesus. And Mm -hmm. if you jump before that, I'm sorry for reading it out of order, but verses 3 and 4 says, do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility consider others as more important than yourselves. Everyone should not look to his own interests, but rather to the interests of others. You know, if we aren't so concerned about ourselves, if we aren't so concerned about making sure That we get justice, that we get, that someone else gets what's coming to them. We be more like Jesus. That's when we're gonna start to see the Spirit moving through us. Mm -hmm. You know, when we start humbling ourselves, start letting Christ lead the way. That's when I think we start to have forgiveness on on our hearts. And it's a discipline. It's an attitude of forgiveness. If you gotta be consciously seeking it out, seeking out. I'm maybe not seeking out opportunities to forgive people, yeah. but make it a routine. If you're the first person, if you get in a conflict, be the first person to say sorry. Make mm-hmm. it a point. It sucks sometimes, yeah, because a lot, of, most of the times, you're thinking I'm right.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't need to apologize mm-hmm. because they're wrong. That's true. That I struggle with that, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Juliet. One of the big things that I am, need to work on as a fiance and as a, now a spouse is being the person that makes the first move. I can't put that on her all the time. I shouldn't put that on her at all.
0: Mm-hmm. I should always be the person saying, Hey, sorry, I'm an idiot. Yeah. And that should be everybody's intentions. Mm-hmm. Um, what a world would be if everyone's intentions were to forgive. Yeah. Um, we might see a little bit more Christ's love uh, in the world for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm right with you. Remember what Christ has done for you. And this is something I like to, to always, you know, come back to a lot of times in, in my sermons when, when I'm preaching and things like that, is always remember what God in Christ has done for you. If we look back at the Old Testament, man, I mean, it seems like I mean, he just always has to bring up to the Israelites, remember when I brought you out of Egypt? Have you forgotten what I've done for you? Have you forgotten I've given you manna in the wilderness? Forgot that I brought you all the way from point one to where you are now now there was a lot of wrongs and pains that were caused by others and by the israelites hmm. they did some of it too um but but it's all about that god's goodness god was showing his goodness from the old testament to the new testament to to when Christ is on the cross, crucified, shed his blood for you. And and a lot of times, like you said, it's never a bad thing to just continue to read about what Christ has done to you through his word. Ephesians 1.7 says, In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace. He has forgiven your trespasses. The things you have done against God, Christ has forgiven them. How much easy should it be to forgive something that someone has done to us? If, if you have been cleaned, purified, able to, to enter heaven, how easy should it be, honestly, to forgive someone who's done something to here on earth? That's not eternal. It doesn't last forever. But Christ has forgiven you from something that does last forever. He's given you something that was leading you to death and cleaned it away. And now you have everlasting life. And Colossians 3.13 says, Bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you, so you so you also must forgive. I could read a lot of different verses that talk specifically about that thing right now. You know, bearing with one another. Sharing with one another. And then if someone has a complaint against one another, you're arguing, you're quarreling against one another. Just forgive each other too many churches are splitting up because they don't forgive too many people are honestly i'll say it like this and it might sound a little hard they're divorcing because they can't forgive now there are some things i get it um you gotta you just that's between you and god um we'll talk maybe about some of those harder things later in uh, some episodes but sometimes we just gotta learn to let it go to just forgive and let God work it out, like let God be the judge, um, let God do what what He does the best, which is justice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think sometimes we we just need a kick in the butt sometimes from from God saying, "Hey, I've forgiven you. Yeah. forgive them." And I think you know this is this Colossians three thirteen. It's command. It's not something. Well, I'll just do it when I want. It it's a command you're commanded to forgive um why because like in uh first corinthians where where paul talks about unity you being unified together through through one body as christ is the head christ is the head of that body and like you said humble yourself understand who's the head of the body
1: yeah and and like what you were saying and like what we said at the beginning of the episode, there are extremes. You know, we never, if if you are in an abusive relationship, that's that's not necessarily what we are talking about mm-hmm. here. We will talk about that on mm-hmm. this podcast at some point because it's a hard topic. Yeah. But this, I want to say that we're talking about that especially right here. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is great. I just want to make a note of that. Yeah. Continuing on to Philippians 1. So we started in Philippians 3 with what you were talking about. We've moved to Philippians 2 and now we're going back to Philippians 1. Well, Paul is writing this letter to uh, the Philippians and he and he's saying, hey, don't be worried that I was in prison because I used it as an opportunity to advance the gospel. Mm-hmm. the The gospel is being shared and and spread amongst the imperial guard and Paul looked at it as an opportunity Mm -hmm. do you think Paul could have witnessed to these Roman soldiers who were beating him and abusing him probably wanted to kill him yeah if he couldn't forgive them do you think he could have shared the gospel with them nope but he did he forgave them and because of it the kingdom of God was spread that's what's most important advancing the gospel, building the kingdom.
0: I'll, I'll say this as my final thought, and just to put it in perspective a little bit. Um, this is, I think this is very powerful. I think it means a lot. If, if we think something has been done to us that is unforgivable, I want you to think about this. When the soldiers, the Roman soldiers were beating, spitting, putting the crown of thorns on Jesus' head, and he looks up to God and says, Forgive them, for they know not what they do. I think that is powerful. Um, I try to remember that uh, throughout my daily life, because I think sometimes I can can think that my life is being turned upside down, or you know everything wrong is happening to me. But Christ has endured it all, and He says that I'm with you to the very end of the age. Mm. Christ is always going to be there. He's always going to help you forgive if you ask Him. He's always going to have the Holy Spirit empower you with boldness and confidence if you want it. If mm. you truly want it, Christ is going to give it to you.
1: Yeah. I, I, extreme forgiveness is hard. And sometimes it takes years. Mm-hmm. and Sometimes it takes counseling. Yeah. And it takes prayer. Mm-hmm. And maybe it even takes fasting and yeah. meditating and reading the Word. We've, we've talked about so many scriptures here about why we should forgive, how we can forgive, and how Jesus and God forgave us. It's okay if it takes a while. Reconciliation is possible. But if you're just mad at someone because they did something stupid, don't be stupid too.
0: Forgive them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going we're gonna to give you another verse. And our weekly verse this week is Matthew chapter 6, verse 14, which says, For if you forgive other people when they sin against you, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. All right, well, that concludes our
1: episode for the week. As always, just remember to forgive as Christ has forgiven you. If you would like to leave a comment or a request for us here at Kingdom Faith, you can email us at kingdomfaith2001 at gmail.com. As always, thank you for listening to Kingdom Fans.